0: We are back with another edition of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. Here we go! Touchdown Tennessee! Touchdown Saints! And they are going we thought they
1: were. Welcome to the Big Ditka's Podcast.
0: Well, happy Thursday, everybody! Thursday, December 3rd. It is Mike and Mike with you here. Mike, how are you doing today, man?
1: Not too bad. How are you
0: doing, sir? I'm hanging in. It's the first time I've added the date in here, which makes sense. Kind of makes sense, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also been... we took a little unintended hiatus, so it's good to give people an update about where we're sitting at in terms of the year and the season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit... it was uh, It was a rough week last week, so that's Okay. We will move onwards, upwards, week 12, but we're looking at yes. week, we are looking at week 12. I put week 11 in the show doc, but I'm going to put week 12. Well, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it, man. Cause we got, uh, we don't want this to be too long. <laughs> Famous. We last got some words. catching up to do, but we got some catching ups to do. So, so let's, uh, let's play this guy. Oh, and the drops aren't going to work today. Are they not going to work for me? I think I know why they weren't working. Well, what happened? I get a feeling. You know what? I took out the SD card, and now I think that's causing... They can't locate it? Yeah, it's maybe going, oh, you moved that. I wonder. So, okay. No problem. No problem. I forgot what happened two weeks ago. So do I. Let's just... Let's just... Let's just just move on Let's just go on to week 12. Let's just go on. I just want to remember. Oh, yeah, a bad week. It's like one remember. of those old
1: sitcoms where there's a big development in a show, but it's a weekly sitcom where every single like episode is its own story. So it never addresses that last big development, and it just goes back to whatever canned plot line they have coming up next.
0: It's like Game of Thrones. We just we, <laughs> you, you come up with things, and then you just you just kind of drop them, right? You just kind of drop them. (laughs) Not
1: quite what I was referencing, but sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Let me try it. When I say sports, you say nuts. Sports, nuts, sports, nuts. Had to rebuild them. Had to rebuild them. But there you go. So let's talk. We want to talk real quick about the injury report. It's getting, it's interesting. It's really kind of, some of the major injuries, I think it's, you know, now that players are kind of in or out, right? You go, it's not so much. Um, Josh Jacobs is a little bit banged up. Julio Jones is looking questionable with a hamstring. Now we're getting to the point where some players might be coming back. So you mentioned David Johnson might be coming back. That's correct. And um, and you're saying DeAndre Swift, um, who is now clear the concussion protocol, but uh, you mentioned Adrian Peterson was talking about it.
1: Yeah, Adrian Peterson came out and made some statements that uh, sounded um, pretty bad in terms of his ability to return anytime soon. Um, I don't know if it's an extension. Maybe the concussion that he suffered was more severe, which very well could have been. Um, or there's something else going on. Uh, but yeah, it uh, it didn't sound promising in terms of Swift making a return. Uh, oh.
0: Yeah, I see the quote here, to kind of see him not being himself. The energy level, when you see him not being the same, I encourage him to be smart because obviously after missing two games and he's still kind of dealing with some things. You know, is this also Adrian Peterson going, I did score those two touchdowns. Man, that felt good. Maybe he should take some more time. Maybe he should take hey. some more time. <laughs> that's very
1: that's very true. Adrian Peterson does like to go places where he will get touches. And he came into the Lions without that promise. So you're right, it could be a little bit self-serving. Maybe we should be between the lines.
0: Well, they got, you know, the Bears week 13, so you'd imagine that that's a team that Peterson has played a number of times right through his career. Maybe he's got a little bit of a chip and he's going, but I can't imagine he's doing that. I think he's, you know, he's telling him to, you know, be smart. Don't rush back just because you want to rush back. We're not making the playoffs. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Matt Patricia yeah, got you're fired. A coach now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um that's that's interesting. I've seen a lot of memes on, on that on the internet of people saying, Yay, we're done and then who's the next, right? That's always the question. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see how that goes. But um I wanted to give you one update, and last time, last time we did this podcast, we did playoff odds, and boy, a lot has changed. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, last time you were kind of in the running to make the playoffs, and you pretty much <laughs> gone, gone from that. So, so really, at this point, we have we have um, Ball Fumblers Anonymous who are now in first place, and Chris, you can thank me for that. All right, so I expect a fun thank you. I took down Wool's Wildcats last week. Very happy to do that uh, after he. T- thoroughly destroyed me the first time and sent me a nice email just saying ouch so I got to send him <laughs> one back it wasn't as big of an ouch but anyway so Ball Fumblers Anonymous Wolves Wildcats 100% chance Ball f- the BFA are making it in Wolves Wildcats is now at a 99.95% chance but there's three teams that are right in the mix a steaming, steaming Willie Beeman 75% The Incredible Bulk at 61% and Steve Rattler's at 57% now The Incredible Bulk is an interesting one given that um Tony had said to me earlier, you know, I remember actually he mentioned to me, he's like, oh, my team really sucks. And I said, hey, you never know what's going to happen, you know, and it's fantasy football. And here he is. He's right in the mix. He's in fourth place, I believe, right now, is he? Um, I'll yeah. pull this up real quick. So he's, oh, no, he's in fifth place right now, but they're, oh. the odds are putting him into fourth place. He's won three games in a row, bringing him to, to 500, to 6-6. Six and six. He's tied with Jimmy at 6-6. Six and six. So it's really, um, it's really interesting also because now, you know, I'll say these odds don't really reflect, uh, you know, everything. They kind of reflect the matchup and the history, but it's saying Jimmy's got uh, only a 6% chance of making it in the playoffs, given, you know, which is interesting given that he's 6 and 6. Although I guess the reason is also because he's got fewer fantasy points for than the other guys, right?
1: I think it's also strength of competition. Yes. Um, I believe I believe Jimmy's got a really tough last game. If I'm not, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. Could be. Who's he playing? Oh, of course, now the app.
0: Don't worry, WF. I got it. Week thirteen, week fourteen. Who's he going up against? So, uh, touchdown. There is going up against Demon Willie Beaming, which has a better record than him. And this week, he's going up against you. Yeah. So And I am a wildcard. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Wildcard, Woo! <laughs> well the the odds let's see, what are the odds of you making the playoffs?
1: I'm hoping uh, well, you're over
0: five. You have a zero percent chance of making the playoffs at this point. Oh uh,
1: yeah. Well no, that so. is accurate.
0: <laughs> yeah, so because you only have two games and you can only get to six wins and that's not gonna get you in right now. So we yeah. are out, my friend. It is a question of who will be in the basement. So, we'll see. I'm taking you down. It's
1: a fun race to the bottom.
0: It's a fun race to the bottom. Hey, I've been there all year. So, you know, (laughs) if I can get out by the end, fantastic. If not, I'm glad we didn't talk about any repercussions for last place. And that's an interesting, you know, that's something that I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. I know I've heard, you know, a lot of leagues that do those kind of things to avoid tanking or stuff. And, you know, one of the reasons I've never felt in our league, our league is really, you know, we have really active managers. Now, I will say this. I have made it a point since I've really known that I've been out of the playoffs to, you know, hold back a little bit more on the waiver wires. I'm still going to make moves. I'm not, you know, I'm not like, because these games still do matter. I, you know, matters to other teams more than me. And, you know, you play every game. You go out there, you try to win. And I'm going to play spoiler, but I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, just going to ease up on on the waiver wire a little bit, try to make, you know, but that said, there's nothing out there anyways, right? So,
1: yeah, the waiver wire is just desolate at this point. Um, I was thinking trying to go into this, you know, looking at the options that are out there, looking at my team. I don't think there's anything that would make my team any better. I've got a case of putting in the wrong players at the wrong time, backing the wrong horses, but at the same time, they're better horses than anything that's still available out there. Um, you know, it happens.
0: Yep, it's the way it goes. And, yeah, let's see it. the, uh, you know, the, the the biggest ad right now is Devontae Booker, I guess, obviously, like you said, if Josh Jacobs is potentially yeah. injured. Um, and then after that, I mean, we're talking about uh, kickers, you know, Jason Myers after that, and then defenses. Kansas City going up against Denver, that's an interesting one. You know what, I dropped the Kansas City defense because I looked at the rest of their schedule and went, mm, you know, it's mm-hmm. but uh, against Denver, it's, but I mean, it's not like, you know the the quarterbacks will be back by then. They're not going to have the same good time that New Orleans had. Yeah. So I think sure, we're sure. Okay. I guess
1: they would be. Yeah, because no, it's not. It's not two games for COVID protocols. It's just one.
0: Yeah. The, one of them will be back unless they get COVID. Yeah, That's the only at thing. Least one. Yeah. If if they got on the COVID IR list, that would be problematic. But they will not. They will not. So there you go. So let's talk about what happened last week. What happened last week? Oh, my... They all got moved around. Let's
1: start right out. <laughs> hey, what happened?
0: And the game I want to start off talking about was the closest game in the uh, in the week was uh, Pussy Galore against Stephen and Willie Beeman. And, man, Sandra, that one kind of hurt because Sandra needed 10 points between Tyler Lockett and Gus Edwards. And I... I certainly was feeling pretty optimistic. And I'll say, I, I, I also needed some points from Tyler Lockett in another league. So I was really, really rooting for you, Sandra, just because of that. Um, just always all my own self-interest. You know, I'm not rooting against anybody here. I'm not ruin, ruin, rooting against John. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, despite, uh, you know, Russ throwing the ball, he did not throw that ball to Tyler Lockett very much in that game. Did you watch that game?
1: I I did not. I missed this game. Um, I feel for Sandra because I also had Jared Goff one game this year just being like, oh, it'll be a fill-in. You know, it's fine. He's got a a plus matchup and absolutely did not deliver (laughs) at all. Um, and, And she fell victim to that as well. And I know she's kind of had a cursed relationship with quarterbacks this season. I mean, at least God stayed healthy throughout the entire thing, which is that's good. Pretty much all you could ask for at this point. Although with um, five
0: points, you go, nah. What you know? I think the the real dagger for her here is also keep in mind that she had drafted San Francisco as her defense, and to pick San Francisco as your defense, you actually had to pick them pretty early. Um, mm. So she had drafted, him, and I remember she lamented in the chat about like, what the fuck? They were like the number one rated defense, and they're doing shit. And now when she needs them to not do well. Well they get you know two interceptions and one fumble loss. They didn't do great, you know, but uh, yeah, you know still it just kind of a little bit more painful. And uh, over on and Willie Beeman's side, I mean, you know, he was steamrolling and and his team is is all about, you know, really, really Josh Allen. I mean, when Josh Allen goes off, his team goes off. And when Josh Allen really doesn't, uh, his team just kind of stays back. It's interesting because, you you know, Alvin Kamara, obviously. And again, you know, there's a guy who we'll see what happens with his value. Um, You know, he hasn't had the really big games with Taysom Hill in there. Right. Mm -hmm. So... um, Yeah,
1: he's... I mean, I, I held on to Latavius Murray this entire season as a high, pretty much the highest handcuff you could get in the league, but he was a pure handcuff. And I decided to throw him in um, this past week, and he did fantastic. They kind of changed roles on that team. Um, I mean, he tastes some hill, like Kamara's kind of been relegated to the to the backup role. Uh huh which is
0: I, I think there were rumors of w- whether he had an injury potentially or something like that wasn't there I, I thought I heard something like that they were wondering if he was maybe a little banged up and they were trying to save him it could be or maybe I, I,
1: I've heard he has had a questionable tag because of his foot
0: um you know in that respect too though too when you're playing Denver with, a non quarterback, you go, maybe that's a good time for you to put in your backup guy, get him some reps because, you know, like, like, uh, like you mentioned, um, You know, previously, this is a year where having those backup guys is really, really important. And we talked a little bit about um, Josh Gordon coming back in the league. For those of you who didn't see the news, he's been reinstated. And, um, you know, what that means for Seattle just means there's one more guy that they can have. You know, now you're talking about David Moore, DK Metcalf, you know, Tyler Lockett and, uh, you know, Josh Gordon, right? So it's one more guy you have. And, And with COVID, as we see, I mean, you know three quarterbacks go down in Denver. So, you know.
1: Yeah, the more bodies, the better, for sure.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: So it is a good question. If, if Kamara's going to bounce back this week um, or if he just doesn't have that relationship, I can't imagine they they would purposely hide him. But for whatever reason, Latavius Murray is, is the go-to for the moment. And maybe it is an injury concern that they're just hiding him away.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting now cuz as I read about his matchup they're saying, you know, the Falcons have been much more successful at stopping running backs than they ha- have quarterbacks and obviously, you know, Taysom Hill that's his his only thing is uh and boy, that worked out for me. So so I was I was happy to put him in. I thought, "You know what? It's a long shot. Like I said, I want to win. If I'm going to win, I'm going to win surprisingly." I thought, "Let's let's go for it." At the same time, I thought, "Look, it's they're playing again. They're playing against Denver." Um, and Denver's defense is not bad, but you can't be out there that much. You, you just can't. Yeah. That, that's going to kill a defense. So, um, when you're going against a practice squad quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah. It just means you're
0: going to be out on the field the whole game and that's going to wear yeah. you down now for you, uh, a pretty crushing defeat ball fumblers, anonymous, 171 points, against your 86. You he had, you had a good week. 86 has not been bad this season. And and I'll say, you know, we've been tracking the league scores. Last week, we we're kind of back up over 1,000. So 1,012 points scored in our league. But uh, almost 200 of those were done by Chris's Ball Fumblers Anonymous and all on the backs of that stack. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. And you were saying, how many points did Tyreek Hill have by the end of the first quarter? By the end of the first quarter, Tyreek Hill had
1: two touchdowns and over 200 yards receiving. Um, he That's had over wild, 30 man. points. I believe he had like 36 points or something in that range. After the first quarter, I was hoping he was going to go for like 60 points in a game, but they kind of went away from him. I'm sure Tampa, you know, recognized what was going on with the blown coverages and everything. Cause they just, they, they just let hey him now. run. And
0: uh, are you that mad? Did you just smash a glass?
1: No, no something <laughs> fell in the room uh, that was not me um so so yeah was it a no, ghost he, there was there was no way i was gonna catch up to that even if my streamer for the week Derek carr decided not to throw a pick and fumble the ball three times <laughs> <laughs> he got 1.6 points i was gonna play tua but then tua got injured because um, he was playing the Jets, and I just wanted to throw Tua in. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan wasn't in a great matchup, and Matt Ryan has been one of the reasons for my downfall this week. So I'm like, Derek Carr, he's in a fantastic – he's against the Falcons. Fantastic matchup. He's had great – he's shown up a lot this season. And, yeah, no, that was absolutely the wrong choice.
0: <laughs> it was pretty rough, man. It, it looked pretty rough. It uh, it felt pretty rough. Here is here is the question. Um. Derek Carr 1.6 points and uh, let's find where is he this is my fantasy points for last week is he just not there where is he I'm looking for the quarterback for Denver how many points did he get did he get more points how many points oh, did he get
1: He, uh, I don't know what was let's his see. name
0: again Oh, he probably isn't listed as a quarterback that's why I'm looking in quarterbacks but um but he's not. Yeah,
1: no, I don't even know if he'll be in the, in the system because he true. was a
0: practice quarterback
1: that got added the last minute. I don't think it was possible to pick him up.
0: I'm gonna see. This is
1: actually we're we're gonna do this live.
0: Sorry, yeah. I know what
1: his name is. We'll we'll figure it out. Kendall
0: Hinton. Let's see if we can find him. I was curious because you know the other thing too. I remember saying I, I was curious to know whether or not um, whether or not uh, he would get more points than Brady did. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Kendall Hinton
1: Hinton isn't here. He got negative 0.78 points.
0: You know what? And that is still better than Andy Dalton did a few years ago in game one. So (laughs) I think Andy Dalton scored me minus 1.4 points. And uh, in one of those, you know, if you're looking for your streamer quarterback, this is the guy. And I was like, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that. The one week I played him. So there you go.
1: Yeah. That was current last week for me. So, I mean, I wasn't going to catch up, um, there was no way I was going to catch up with Chris. Chris had one of those oh. weeks that's just... Is that an all-time record it, for points scored?
0: It is not. So we had a look into that while the game was going on. The record was actually set by Chris. Um, the record was set by Chris against John uh, last year. And that game was absolutely oh, insane. It's the crazy one. Yeah, so that, yeah. that game there was... Uh, let me find it here. Um, most points in a single week team points all time 184.62 but the crazy thing is that was against John who scored uh, and that was in week 9 of 2019 was it no it was it was not it was uh, it, was it week 10 I should have looked I should have looked I thought it was week 9 alright hold on sorry I should have looked man alright alright <laughs> we're very professional we're very professional (laughs) this is what we do we get ready you know what we end up talking and then we look at stuff and oh you know you you go oh i can pull that up quickly and then you can't
1: see we don't have five because then you have a producer on the fly and they can feed you this information into your ear you know your headset as you're as you're talking about it and then you can get your fact checking but
0: but we're doing it live. So Yes, no, we do it live. So that's what it was. 184 against 153 and what a tough tough loss. And you know what I find interesting again when you look back on this and you look at some of the players and you go, man, like, you know, Michael Thomas here, you know, and I know, you know, it's injuries and all that stuff, but you go you know, DeVonta Freeman here, yeah, he, like Philip Lindsay 20 points. These are these are, you know, players who Cortland Sutton, I'm going to be interested to see when he comes back. And uh, anyways, but, uh, what a huge week. That was crazy. 184 against 153 points. Absolutely. Absolutely insane. Now, um, for myself, I beat Wolves wildcats, which again, Chris, feel free to say thanks. It was, uh, it was all on, you know, AJ Brown, man, what a great game. That was the, uh, the return touchdown. Who would have expected that? And, uh, And Wayne Gallman Jr. That's what I like. Like I said, I want to beat you. You know, surprisingly here, Wayne Gallman Jr. with his 15 points coming out and beating Zeke, 1.9 points for Ezekiel Elliott, and uh, another another fumble lost for him. So you know that was a yeah. that was a rough rough game. And He's had a
1: rough season.
0: He has. But uh, I talked to Mark about. Would you about still it.
1: rank him? Would you, if you were now? I mean, on a redraft, obviously, like. In hindsight, it's 2020, but would you still rank him based on everything that you're seeing this year as a
0: top five draft pick next season? Well, you know, my concern again is Mike McCarthy and what we've seen him do with running backs and the way, you know, last year, let's, let's contrast, right? Mike McCarthy and um, what's his name? Jason, who's in New York now, right? Garrett? Yeah, Jason Garrett, and it's interesting. It's interesting to me that I look at it and I go, "What did Wayne Gallman do? Fifteen, you know, um, you know, fifteen points. How many carries did he get? You know, twenty-four carries. And here mm-hmm. you have Ezekiel Elliott. Let's see, what did he get? He got uh, ten carries. So ten carries against Washington in a tight game. Now, you know, this is Ezekiel freaking Elliott, right? Yeah, give the guy the ball. Like it's this is Zeke. That's yeah. And, you know, but we saw it again. We saw it in Green Bay. That's what they did with Aaron Jones. They they didn't get him the ball as much as they should have. And the second Matt LaFleur came in, what happened to Aaron Jones? Suddenly he's, you know, three touchdowns in a game, right? Yeah. So that's what concerns me there is, you know, is this just the way Mike McCarthy likes to play this game? And he's got the guy, oh, no, this is the change of pace guy. We put him in. That's the way it goes. And if that's the case, I don't really feel that great about him. I feel like there's going to be other guys that you are going to look at, which really sucks. Cause man, it was fun watching them play, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So that's my, that's my thought on it. I don't know. You know, let us know. Send that's us an email. Reasonable. Do you agree? Disagree? Let us know. Yes. Yeah, send us an email. Send us an email. FF at gmail.com. Send us an email. Keep that account alive. Cause we know now they're, they're going to shut these accounts down if they don't, uh, if they don't stay alive, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: So All right, yeah, what's, so yeah. what's, and,
0: what's next? On and the then, document? hold on, there was one more. So there was a Steve Rattler's has a big win oh. over touchdown there, 123 to 84. Um, that was a big win because, I mean, again, this has really big fantasy uh, playoff implications here. I'm looking up other random things. I really got to stop um, looking stuff up here on the fly. Tell me to stop, stop, stop. So, sorry, I'm pulling this up. I thought I had it up. I did. Well, I did have it up. But, uh, you know, it doesn't do the best job. So, oh, my God. All right. Where's the rest of them? Steve's Rattlers, 123-84. to 84. This was all into Sean Watson, a huge game against Detroit, four mm-hmm. passing touchdowns, 318 passing yards. And Russell Wilson and, and DK Metcalf, despite that 177 receiving yards without the touchdown, um, only 17 points, which, you know, kind of sucks because you look at it and you go, man, you know, that's, that's one thing that um, – you know, where I do like the PPR format. It, it seems crazy to me that DK Metcalf could get 177 receiving yards and really only have 17 points. You know, yeah. I, I I think I think that's something that our league should discuss is, you know, right now I find if the guy kind of doesn't score a touchdown, there's really not much value in there. It, it really drops to nothing. And one thing I've enjoyed about playing in a PPR league is that you can look at that guy who, you know, he's not going to get the red zone targets, but he's going to get enough Targets that, you know, every time he's getting, catching the ball, he's getting that extra point, right? So, you yeah. know, I, I find it interesting. And the scores obviously go way up, but it, it does level some of this playing field, right?
1: Yeah. You are, you did met, miss one very important player in this matchup, which is Derek Henry. Yes. Who had a monster game with his 185 yards, three touchdowns versus the Colts.
0: It's, you know there's some they've been some really big outings this year, which is really exciting. It feels mm-hmm. you know not only one hundred yards, but over two hundred yards and and stuff like that. So I mean, what a great game. and you know we've we've discussed this a number of times, but I don't like Philip Rivers, you know i have
1: never liked him, even back to his chargers days. i I respected his arm. Um, I, I just, he just never grew on me. And uh, now he's well past his prime. Um, he's, I mean, he's kind of in there for the sake of being in there at this point. Um, I can't imagine that he's, he's long to stay in this role. Like he'd be, he'd be fine as a backup. He's a perfect, <laughs> like at this stage in the game, he's cause he's had a great career. He's still got a good arm, but he's, he doesn't lead a team at this point.
0: He just, he looks so, he, he looks so he looks so pissy when he when he things don't go. He looks like one of those guys when things don't go his, his way. He never seems to blame himself. And I, you know, I, like it just—I don't know. It's just the way he reacts to things that drives me nuts. You know. And you go, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> He's also incredibly immobile. He makes makes Dan Marino look like a running quarterback. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the really big game this week. I mean, you know, pretty much this this week, there's nothing that's too big out there. But the the big game is the Steve's Rattlers versus Steam and Willie Beaming, and that's going to have really the biggest playoff implications here, because one team's going to drop to seven and six, and the Incredible Bulk and Touchdown there are playing against us. Uh, so the Incredible Bulk against me, Touchdown there against you, um, and you know. I mean, as we can, as you see, our teams can surprise, we can put up some points, but there's likely going to be some moving around of some playoff pieces here. And, yeah. uh, you know, if, if Jimmy's touchdown there, if, if Jimmy ha- wins the week, th- he's not going to move into a playoff spot, but that's going to mean, um, because of his points four, he doesn't have that many points four compared to the other guys. Yeah. But that means that, uh, you know, it's really going to end up being that week 14 that determines who gets in. So, um, not much implication, but that game right there—the Steve against against uh, against John—is the really interesting game. And um, let's see. I mean, right now, if you look at the projections, and you know, I know they haven't set their lineups. waivers haven't run right, so you know, I want to discuss waivers with you. Let me know who you're picking up, and we'll, you know, I'll make sure to scoop in there. I can't I probably, <laughs> but um, you know, it's going to be interesting here. You got you know Deshaun Watson against. Indianapolis, you got Josh Allen against San Francisco. Now, San Francisco, as we just discussed, you know, they really made Jared Goff look pretty bad. Now, I, you know, I don't know. I think Josh Allen's got some interesting ways out of it in terms of, you know, his mobility, right? Um, You know, Derrick Henry against Alvin Kamara, who, again, talking about Kamara in Atlanta versus, you know, Derrick Henry in Cleveland. And uh Cleveland's been giving up the ninth fewest fantasy points to the running back position, but it is Derek Henry, right? So you never yeah. really know. And uh and we're going to see. I mean, it's interesting. He's got uh, Gio Bernard here sitting in his uh or, sorry, Steve's got Gio Bernard sitting in his uh his flex spot against Mike Williams. Oh, I thought you had Mike Williams. You dropped him?
1: I dropped both of those players, sir. <laughs> I dropped
0: both Gio <laughs> And
1: Mike so, Williams. This was because so Nixon, frustrating this year.
0: I know. Because they come back. And then you go Mixon oh. was
1: supposed to be back, and then Mixon, as we know, is is still out. And I mean, there could be more severity to his injury than previously thought.
0: I keep you know, you you keep a player, you know, and that that the you know, that's why the same with Mike Davis, right? I was like, all right, McCaffrey's back. At this point, you know, he's done. Send him off. And you know, I've had Jamal Williams just kind of sitting there, sitting there. And there's been a couple games where he's been he's been useful, but you go, man, like, why don't I keep these other guys who are going the injuries? So you know it's gonna be interesting because you see here Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs is on Steve's team, Josh Allen is on John's team. So, you know, it's it's an interesting and Frank Gore, you know, eternally here, Frank the Gore. The only
1: good piece on the Jets. They had the, they finally had their full offense back this past week. And uh, I fully blame Adam Gase for how poorly run that team is. But um, I don't see any positive aspects to the to the Jets' offense except for Frank Gore. <laughs> it's the only thing that you want to get your hands on.
0: <laughs> Pretty, he's the only thing that has any value. But uh, yeah. it's the Jets are an interesting team, and you know, there's so much talk about, um, you know, uh, what they're going to do in the draft. But the reality is, you know, it's not like people are saying Sam Darnold is a bust quarterback. There's, uh, the, you know, I've read a lot more people saying Sam Darnold's been misused and Gase is kind of throwing him under the bus, right? Which he does. Yeah. Which he does. Yeah.
1: I will say in terms of Josh Allen, uh, John Brown is on the injured reserve list. And when they had that dual threat um, Mm. receiving option of Brown and Diggs, that's when the Bills really flourished. Um, it was was really impressive Uh, to only have digs, not to only have digs, to say only have digs. He's (laughs) an elite wide receiver. He's one of the best in the league. Um, But, you know, when he has more attention thrown his way, um, it does kind of limit, maybe not necessarily limit him, but it limits Josh Allen um, in terms of the point output that you're going to get from a fantasy value. Um, So it will be interesting to see how Allen performs
0: uh, this week. Mhm. Mhm. Big time. And again, we know John's team kind of goes with Josh Allen. That's what it's all about. Mhm. So there you go, man. This is going to be this is going to be a fun couple weeks. Couple last it week, really will be. And uh, you know, so we're going to see where where it all shakes out as we head to the end of everything. And and of course, the outro doesn't play for me. So here we go. There we go. Restart it. There you go, man. We will link everything up next week to run like a well-oiled machine. I'm looking to, you know, the the one good thing if we are both out of the playoffs is we can really focus on, you know, looking at those games.
1: Right? That'd kind of be fun. I want to make the playoffs, obviously, but, like,
0: if I've got no stress, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, well, I got my stress in, you know, the flea flickers league, but anyways. Well, for Mike (laughs) and Mike and always for Fred, we'll see you guys all next week if we can get our heads on straight.